Hi, <laughs> Ashley. Friends, we're so excited to have you stopping by for tonight to talk about a change in tune with Ashley Rescott. My name is Lindsay P. Brackett. I write Southern women's fiction and a freelance edit on the side, and I host a podcast, A Rough Draft Life. And all those things together are the reason that I have connected with Ashley. I was so honored last summer. She asked me if I would work with her um, on her new on her debut novel. It's your debut <laughs> full-length novel, correct? Yes. 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 And so it was so much fun to chat with her, um, to get to know her, to talk about all the things we have in common. Um, music is not one of the things we have in common. <laughs> performing is though. But performing is. Actress. Yes. I can, yes. I will perform all day long as long as I don't have to play an instrument or sing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah. like Ashley, I have a lot of sisters. And so that really bonded us. And I think, um, made it easy for us to work together. But you're not here tonight to find out about me or even my role in Ashley's life. You're here to find out about Ashley's new book and to celebrate with her. We're so excited for the release of A Change in Tune. And Ashley's so happy that you're here that she even has a little giveaway. Is that right? Yes. Tell Which I'm really craving right now. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. So, I feel like most of the people who have probably tuned in in the last minute and 54 seconds know who you are, but just in case they don't, I'm going to tell them. Okay. Are you good with that? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. so, That's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ashley Rescott and Ashley is a member. Well, she and her husband, I think you co-founded Rescott Creative, correct? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. There's a lot behind the scenes. <laughs> yes. They are creative entrepreneurs, which is amazing. Um, but Ashley is a professional violinist, an educator, a writer, a Fulbright scholar. I mean, how many more things do you want to add to that list? A mom. <laughs> mom, yes. <laughs> She's an aficionado of music, pedagogy, family, faith, and language, and she writes about her life as a musician. With degrees in both music and literature, she hopes her stories will inspire the next generation of musicians, encourage music professionals, and educate others about the exciting world of music. And her debut novel, Doing All Those Things, is a change in tune. And congratulations, it hit a number one new release on Amazon. I was so excited. You Thank should you, be all of you guys. <laughs> you get that little tag, that number one new release tag. So, yeah. That's very that thanks probably to the people who are watching right now. <laughs> they helped make that possible. And that's awesome. That's awesome. What is also awesome is that behind the scenes, um, people who might be tuning in who maybe know me from a rough draft life uh, know that usually I do these events with Christy Hunter. And Christy is my um, other half. She usually runs the backstage. But this event, y'all, it's me. And it's Ashley's husband, Robert. And we're so excited. Yes. Robert is um, all things tech, all things business. I'm imagining he does not want to pop on the screen and wave. No, I guess <laughs> not. But he should get a ton of credit because he's done at least as much as work as me on making this happen. I'm or sure. more. <laughs> I am sure. The listen, the tech part is the hard, definitely the harder part. All I ever do is show up and talk. Like that's my job. So <laughs> I understand. You're good at it. Oh, I try. Well, if you're here tonight, please let us know. Just drop us a little hi there in the comments. Say hello to Ashley. Congratulate on her on her book. And most importantly, the more you comment, the more likely you are to win a box of chocolate from Ashley's favorite chocolate shop. So tell them about this box of chocolate. 
So yes, every time my sisters and I go back to our hometown in Kansas, we always go to Coco Dolce, which is our favorite chocolate shop. And it also was part of the inspiration for Cafe Chocolat in the book. So we're all craving that right now. <laughs> and so yes. we thought that our winner would enjoy getting a box of chocolates shipped to them. It does have to be US though. I apologize for my international friends. Oh, yes. We're sorry, international friends. Come over to the US and she will take you to the Coco. Yes. Coco, Coco, I can't Which say one it. of you is coming soon? <laughs> Ooh, that's Coco awesome. Dolce. Yes. So Dolce means sweet. So for all my violinists, when you see Dolce in the music, I usually refer to the coffee shop Coco Dolce to help you remember. It means play sweetly. Okay. That is very sweet. I like that. <laughs> it's music love. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's very easy to intertwine. All you have to do is leave a comment. You can leave it here. You can leave it on Facebook. You can subscribe to her Facebook Felton Music Fiction Group or YouTube channel. You can sign up for the Music Book Club on Ashley's website. You can leave a comment, drop a gift. You know, we're going to pull a winner from the video comments, but the more places that you enter, the more likely you are to win. And also, the more good stuff you'll hear about from Ashley. You'll know when um, a new book is coming out, you know, when there are sales and deals going on. You'll get to see her play the violin on Instagram. So. You do that, right? Holidays. Oh, yeah. I love doing it, especially at Christmas time. Oh, that's so awesome. So and awesome. I am doing a music video eventually coming up soon. So. You're doing a music video? Yes. Related to the book. I started filming it actually like a year ago. So awesome. it'll be coming out this fall. Yeah. That is awesome. That is so exciting. Well, I just Thanks. want you to know that Ashley pitched this book to me originally as um, like a modern little women where everyone is a musician. And that was all it took. I love anything Little Women. I love anything Little Women retelling. I'm currently like brainstorming a, a new book myself. And and it's got a little bit of a Little Women vibe to it, I think. Maybe. I'm going to have to read it. So, well, you know, right now it's just a pile of notes in a spiral notebook. So <laughs> That's where it starts. We all have to start somewhere. We start somewhere. We're getting lots of great comments. I don't know if Robert wants to throw some of those up here for us. Um and I'm seeing lots of people tell you congratulations that they're excited to be here with you. Aww, That's awesome. So I love this one. I love this person who loves Coco Dolce, but they love you more. So oh. that's Tanya. Wow. That uh, Tanya, that is saying a lot. Tanya was one of my, my early beta readers. So she, she's my aunt and I sent her one of the, I get, well, after you'd already had me make, make um, edits, Tanya read the next draft. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. I need oh, to go yeah. back and read the final draft because after you, after you and I did that first edit, you took it to um, another editor that we work with, Leslie McKee. Yes. Yeah. Well, she's so. awesome for copy editing. Yeah. She is. She does a good job. Good job. Well, this is awesome. I'm loving all the comments. Everybody telling you congratulations. So excited for you. And we Thanks. have some people here in the studio who are also excited for you, who want to come on and join our party and talk yeah. with us about your story and your life as a musician, but most importantly, they're gonna spill the tea y'all on what Ashley's like as a sister. <laughs> so I think we've got our first guest already backstage. I think we're a, we're a little ahead of schedule, but I think that's okay to bring her on. That's okay. Yeah, there she is. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. So Ashley, tell us about Brittany. So Brittany, I'm actually the oldest of the Peterson sisters and Brittany is the third Peterson sister and she's a veteran performer. She's no stranger to the stage. She's played 
Kylan at the Cowboys, uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium before. She played for one of the inaugural balls for one of the in presidential inaugurations. So she is very used to being on stage. And I'm so excited you're here at my party, Britt. <laughs> Yes, I'm I am fascinated by this tidbit about the Dallas Cowboys because when I think of the Dallas Cowboys, I do not think of violinists. So no, <laughs> that's, that's well, she's cool. we're electric violinists and classical. And Brittany actually helped um, start our music business, Uptown Violins. So if you actually want more details on the family business, you should definitely check out Uptown Violins. And Brittany is our uh, director. That's awesome. So. Uptown Violins. I'm, I bet, I'm betting that Robert's going to drop that like in the comments or something. Yes. He's good like that. It's fun. We so, still perform together. Brittany had some special roles to play in this story. If she looks a little familiar, there's a reason. Is that right? <laughs> yes. She, she was, in fact, the cover model. Am I correct in that? She was one of the cover models. Yes. Do you have the, oh, there it is. I was going to say, do you have the book with you? There she is. Yay. There's Brittany. I love Yay. it. So dramatic. So dramatic. I love it. Oh, yes. She's she's posing as Adrienne in this one, which in real life, you're not really like Adrienne at all. <laughs> but on the cover, you did an awesome job. <laughs> we are so. going to talk a little bit more about the novel in a little bit, but Adrian is kind of, you know, every story has to have that antagonist and Adrian is, is partly the antagonist in this story for Victoria. But in the end, you do really come to know her better and come to appreciate her. I'm looking forward to Adrian's story. I know Ashley's working on it. So. Yes. She ends up being one of my favorites, but you, you can't tell that at the beginning. I know one of you guys is like, man, Adrian is a rough, a rough patch that first half, but <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes we just don't understand what's going on with with people behind the scenes. So we have to yeah. we have to um, get to know them a little bit better. So let's talk a little bit about Brittany. Let's talk about I believe you're are you going to read aloud from the story? Is that what my little notes here say? Says something. About well, she actually did a read aloud when I first sent her like one of the original drafts. What was it? You guys, unfortunately, Brittany and I don't live close. She lives in Texas and I live in Illinois. Mm -hmm. And so she and my Texas sisters got together and they did a read aloud of like a really early draft. This is before you got it, Lindsay. Oh, and I was like, oh, this is cute. And that made me feel like I was there with them, even though I wasn't. But I felt like I was. <laughs> so tell me, where do you all live? So Brittany's in Texas. You're in Illinois, Ashley. What about the other sisters? Most of them are in Texas and one is in Kansas. Okay. So and then my parents are, are in Kansas. You're all Midwest, but spread out because Texas is a big place. <laughs> so. Well, three of them are in Dallas. So Brittany okay. and Christy, both of the cover models are in Dallas and Carrie. Okay. So. Okay. So how often do you all get together? Rick, go ahead. In Texas. It, well, just in Texas, but then also in general. So how often do the Texas sisters get together? Oh, I mean, at least every week. <laughs> every week. Yes, and we perform together basically every week as well. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, it's very fun. So much that, fun. That's really awesome. I don't think my sisters and I would get along if we saw each other that often. <laughs> we have provided some space sometimes helps. I have one sister who is currently traveling the country in her camper with her family. And she's like, 
we're loving this life where we are thousands of miles away from you right now. <laughs> You're easier to love from afar. <laughs> Tell us how many sisters you have, Lindsay. I have five sisters, five younger sisters and a brother. So our dynamics probably are a little different. What I love about y'all is you guys had the music thing in common. So I think that really bonded you. We didn't have anything. I mean, maybe cheerleading, but that doesn't really count. I don't think. Um, so we don't have like that that to fall back on. I love that you guys have this music, that you all love it, that you perform together, that it's something that can really bond you and bring you together in a way that um, is so special. I, you know, I, I think musicians have a really special bond with other musicians anyway. And then to have that bond with your sister is just even better. Oh, somebody's telling us she's an aunt in the te in Texas. One of your aunts must be in Texas. That's fun. Oh, yes. We've got two aunts in Texas. Yep. Uh -huh. And then, yeah, I've got three sisters in Texas. So... Well, and I went to school in Texas. <laughs> so, Brittany, tell us what you think about the story. Like, as your as a teacher and as a performer yourself, as a sister, <laughs> what do you think about the story? Like, is is Ashley really Victoria, or did she really make this up? Well, I would say that Ashley is a little bit of each character. Um, she really put um herself into each one and then I think she also kind of spread out our characteristics um, of her other sisters through each one as well so it was really fun to kind of see myself in all all the sisters even in her book um, I didn't necessarily have to be number three Marie I could identify with Victoria you know Marie even Adrian, you know, all of the different sisters. So that was really fun. I absolutely loved the book from a sister perspective. I loved it from a teacher's perspective, um, for music education. I was so impressed with all the composers she referenced and not just referenced them, but really went into detail of their mm -hmm. work and their time periods. Um, and I just, I enjoyed the whole thing. Um, just from start to finish, like she said, I read it out loud to my sisters while we were at tea one day. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love that you were at it. tea. Yes. And I would second. Yes, Brittany has like 40 students or some 30 or 40 students. So she's definitely like in, oh, wow. in the throes of, yeah, music education. Yes. Wow. I would second what you said about um, how well she did the composers, because I feel like I got a music education reading the, the story. And I, just, and I told Ashley that I really felt like her writing always really shone when she was describing what it felt like to play a certain piece. Like you just could tell this was someone who, who knew and understood and felt this very deeply. And so and it was just really beautiful. It's a really beautiful story. And at, even as a musician and a performer myself, I will say there are the standards, you know, Tchaikovsky, Bach, et cetera, that she had in there. But after reading it, I went and looked up and Ashley left to correct me if I'm not saying this, but... Bologna, or I don't know how to say, um, the composer. Oh, Joseph de Bologna. Yeah, <laughs> and looked him up and listened to the violin sonata and everything, and I learned something new here this many years later. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. And I love how Ashley just, like, pulled out her languages there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Perfect. <laughs> my, my love of French, that's definitely in Adrian's character. <laughs> and it definitely comes yes. out of the story, which is great. Just great, great. I took well, a um, his, I took a music history class. Um, Shanoa Alamu is one of my colleagues locally, but she also teaches a course online for music history. And so I learned about him from her class, Joseph de Boulogne. I was like, I've got to put him into my story. <laughs> so, <laughs> Isn't it yeah. fun? You find these little tidbits of things that you think are interesting. And you're like, I'm going to put that in a book. Somebody else is going to yeah. love it. Too. 
It's great. Yeah. Brittany, thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us tonight. I hear there's another sister in the studio who's going to come hang out with us. We're going to round robin it with the sisters tonight. Bye. All right. So I think coming in next is Carrie. Is that right? According to my my schedule. Oh, there she is. Carrie. Yep. There she is. Well, we hope there she is. Sometimes you know. I hope you can hear me. We can hear you. Are okay. you there? Yes. We can't I can. see you yet, though. Oh, well. Hmm. Oh, it says everyone maybe, can see and hear me. So, Can you guys see her? Can you see her, Lindsay? I cannot see her. She probably just needs to click to turn on the camera. Okay. So it while she's coming on, on I'll tell a little bit about Carrie. Again. She is my fourth. Uh, she's the fourth out of the five of us. So she's the second youngest. And she is also one of the like founding members of the Uptown Violins group. And so she has been performing uh, with Brittany in Dallas for a long time. And she's also a counselor down there in Texas. So uh, when I was asking for advice on like some of the teen psyches and stuff like that, I definitely was talking to her and my sister, Christy, who's also now uh, studying for counseling. So Carrie was very helpful and she's also a very avid reader, uh, more so than me even. I remember when she was little, she was always like curled up in a chair, like can reading a book. There she is. Oh, okay. Can you see now? She's now? frozen. Oh, yep. yeah, there you are. And she's my fellow Frenchie. She minored in French and she taught French for a while as well. So, okay. yeah, avid reader. And she's a mom now. And, <laughs> yep. So, I love how much you all look alike with the blonde hair. Uh, yeah. It's great. It's in great. the book, I had to I like differentiate move. the characters more. <laughs> <laughs> So Carrie, tell us a little bit about um, what you think about Ashley's story. Do you think she got this? You think she did a good job with the sisters, like the dynamics, or was she just too idealistic? <laughs> okay. Well, I told her I can't read it unbiasedly. I did tell her that. Like I tried to take my, you know, lens, and I just couldn't. So, you know, I told her, you know, if you want some of that kind of feedback, you have to go to someone else. But no, it was so fun to read, and like I was like, of course, I'm picturing like all the right places because mm -hmm. I mean, I've been there. So I literally texted her when I got done. I was like, oh my goodness, this story just like touched my little soul. And I don't even know whatever comes of it, like it touched my little soul reading it. So no, I read it in like, oh, definitely like two and a half hours. Like she knows I'm a reader and I read super fast. So if you, get me to, <laughs> so if you get me to read a book, and I can't put it down. That means the story must've been pretty good. Because yeah. if the story wasn't good, I would have just closed it and been like, eh, you know, um, <laughs> I or would have taken days and days to read it. Um, so that part- You, you did know, read one of my not so good drafts from like years ago. And you were like, maybe well, add some romance to this thing. <laughs> Carrie, I'm here for so, you with that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I read when Brittany read us um, it at tea time. Oh, it was so fun. But I did say you probably would have to figure out, like, are you kind of going more the romance? Like, what's what are you what are you trying to do exactly? And yeah. so she definitely upped the romance. So I was like, totally loving Jerry, of course. Like, you know, he was just yeah. so calm, cool, and collected. So I love that part of the story. Um, and then the sisters, honestly, I mean, you're about to pull my mom on here pretty soon, but like, I, I don't really feel like we had a lot of drama. So reading it, I'm kind of like giggling to myself. Cause I'm like the, the drama between Victoria and Adrian is like much more than we probably would. Have had. 
I think um, that was pretty much made up. The drama between and Adrian is right on par with the drama between my sisters and I. <laughs> well, not with me. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Not my younger sisters. There's some drama. Oh, man. So, I mean, what? we had drama, but not to that level. <laughs> you know what? Our mom is a pretty no-nonsense type of person. So I really don't think there was going to be room for that kind of drama in our house. Like, I mean, there's five girls, you know, and then plus our yeah. mom. Like, mom is queen, right? So... You know, we, you don't, you don't mess around. Um, I mean, we would get in little quibbles growing up. So that was, you know, but nothing too crazy. No, it was so fun to see. I know Brittany already said this, but seeing in the characters, a little bit of Ashley and all of them and how her different experiences. So I felt like I got to know even a little bit more about even my own sister and how she viewed probably different parts of her life that I know and how she intertwined that. So that was just super cool for me to see and read. Um, oh, the little part when Adrian says that she felt like she lost her voice, like she was a little bird who lost her song. I, it makes me want to cry. And I was like, oh, you know, Ashley was injured at one point with her arm and couldn't play. And so I was like, that I felt was such a great picture and helped me have insight into her life. Um, oh, she's tearing she up right felt. now. You so, got her up. I know. You're so sweet. I know, right? <laughs> I'm such a little baby about things I always cry. Um, this is why I wrote anyway. it, though, because I was like, oh, I love my sisters. <laughs> yeah, so I, I when that. I said it, touched my little soul. It totally did. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the story, the sisters, oh, my goodness, yes, yeah, so fun. I mean, yeah, loved it. Of course I did. <laughs> I've got to point out that can I have a sip? Uh, Carrie always, like, oh. comes by and will, like, grab, like, my drink or whatever, at least in a, you know, pre-COVID world, right? Uh, or pre, <laughs> don't say that on YouTube. Um, but no, she would like just come by. I remember one time we were on like an, an airplane or something and she would just like come and grab my drink and then she would put it back down and the person next to me on the flight's like, why is this chick just grabbing your drink? So I totally put that like into one of the scenes. You know, when you're That's the fourth sister thing. out of five, you gotta get your drink, you know? You gotta like, yes. you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta be scrappy. No, but that was, yes, all the little baking stuff. I was like, oh, now Marie's making my recipe. <laughs> yes, know, in if you want Marie's like, recipes, oh. Carrie. Yes, <laughs> Marie has the recipes, I love it. Oh, and like the pumpkin bar she makes it. I'm literally going to be making those tomorrow for my friends coming over. So I'm literally going to be like Marie in my in my um, kitchen. Um, so that was so fun. I felt like I was reading it a little bit. Sometimes like, okay. Where did Ashley put me? What parts of Ash of me are Ashley going to put in this? You know, that little curious. Yeah. Um, she was very nice about that. Um, I feel like with all of us, she was very generous and chose a lot of our great qualities and not as many of our, um, you know, our rough edges. But so Aww. in that way, maybe a little idealistic, but um, that was really sweet of you. <laughs> Well, Louisa is supposed to be very wise for her age, and you and Christy are the youngest in our family, but I feel like you guys are like the counselors, you're very wise, you're now like giving great advice to us older sisters. Oh, that's that's so sweet. It's so sweet that you guys have that kind of bond and that kind of relationship, and you're able to, to respect one another in that way. I love that. And I love that people are telling us that they want some of your pumpkin bars. So, Carrie, you get oh. right on. Okay. Yeah, what I can do. <laughs> That's what yeah. we should have done for the giveaway. Carrie's pumpkin bars. Carrie's Pretty pumpkin much bar. anything. Carrie's oh, anything. Marie's pumpkin bars. Well, Carrie, before we let you go and bring in another sister, who, what was your favorite scene? Did you have a favorite? Oh. You know, well, there's lots of favorites, of course. But you know what? I really, like, she really caught me off guard when Jerry changed his song and I 
but then his reasoning for changing his song was like not just like a martyr and he changed it because he had had a change of heart and it was like that hopeful Mozart and like if you know Mozart you like know what he's talking about and so it wasn't like he was just trying to be the martyr and give it away it was like no he really had that change of tune and I just thought that was so cool how it just like caught me by surprise it wasn't just like following like a typical pattern of what I thought it maybe would be so that was actually what really stood out to me and surprised me out of all the things you know all the things I could have related to I just really enjoyed that so I love that scene. I think oh, that's, that's, that's really great scene to bring out. And plus it gets you, you know, your romance. We got it in there. Jerry and Victoria. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, <laughs> since you read it, Lindsay, I did incorporate Jerry as a POV character and it totally revolutionized the story. So your advice was fabulous. Well, you're yes. welcome. Was that Lindsay who suggested that? Oh yes. Very, she, very good. Yes. It was originally all Victoria's perspective. And Lindsay was like, why don't you think about putting some of it from the guy's perspective? And I was like, oh, I have to get in the guy's head. <laughs> Which yeah, sometimes it, it well, and sometimes it, that's a struggle. And it's, it's you know, it's not a cut and dry rule. I told you to experiment. It worked. <laughs> and yeah, I've actually had guys who were like, I didn't think this was going to be my style story. And they're like, I ended up liking it. So oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. See, it broadened your audience. Love mm -hmm. it. Love it. For sure. Oh, don't forget to comment to win some fun chocolates, everyone. All right. Well, Carrie, it was so nice yeah. to meet you. Now you get you get right to work on those pumpkin bars. I'll be expecting okay. mine in the mail. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I will be on my way. Love you guys. Bye. So your next sister who's coming in is Cherie. And I love that Cherie has um, a slightly different job than the other ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. He is an art historian, which I think is really cool. You're also artsy. It's just great. It's awesome. Were your parents yes. really artsy? Uh -oh. uh, yes. So my dad, he actually, um, he did an art history class in college in France. So that's also why I like French and yeah. Sri likes art because dad passed on that love to us. And so, yeah, so she's very artsy. My mom is a professional violinist and vocalist. So obviously oh, um, we all take after her. And dad's also an avid reader too. So, yes. And I think that's, so, and I that's also why. Your sister was saying the um, that your mother was just very no nonsense. And I feel like sometimes people think musicians are like, oh, you know, they're like artists and they're just kind of out there. But actually you're really disciplined people. People who, especially people who play classical pieces yes. play the violin and the piano like it's an incredible incredible discipline that you have to have right so oh we got it's really combining right brain and left brain which is similar for yeah. writing too you have to have both yes. um yes so, so uh, I think we're going to bring Cherie in. And while we're waiting on her to come into the studio, I'm going to recap for those of you who are coming in. We are chatting with Ashley about her debut novel, A Change in Tune. It's a modern retelling of Little Women um, featuring this particular story features Victoria, who is an aspiring violinist. We are going to talk in great detail about the book here in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk to all of Ashley's sisters who inspired so many people in her story. So. And now we're talking to Sheree. Hey. Hello. Hi, Sheree. Hi, Sheree. I am outside. That's oh, fine. Are you on a walk? Um, I'm trying to not be with my screaming four-year-old and one-year-old, so that way you guys can hear me. 
so I am outside. <laughs> yes. That's how most of our conversations now go with like four <laughs> out of the five of us are moms now. Yes. So. Yes. Oh, yes. And the, even the fifth one is now a puppy mom. She just got a puppy. <laughs> Sometimes so. the puppies are worse than the children. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. My father gets so upset. Did y'all have this? My dad gets upset with us. He's like, I can't ever just talk to you. And we're like, we know. Like, what's your point? Like, the, these are your right. grandchildren. Like, you had a lot of children. We have a lot of children. We learned it from you. It just is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. It, half the time it's like, I pass my phone to my kid and then like her kids want to say hi. And then we're not even yes. getting to talk because our kids are like showing mm -hmm. pictures of toys. Yes. And the phone so, battery's dying. And yes, I know all about that. I know yes. all about that. So what role did Cherie play in helping you get ready for this book? Well, so we were introducing Shri a little bit. So she did her uh, degrees in art history and she also minored in music, of course. Um, but I actually got to live with her while she was doing her graduate work in art history. So she has always been very visual. She has been like the fashion conscious sister when we were little. I remember I was kind of kind of slumpy or frumpy, frumpy when I was younger oh. and Shri was all very stylish and had like really cute clothes. So I always like would have to learn style from Sheree, even though she was younger than me. And then, yeah, she just has an amazing visual eye as well as an incredible ear. She's got perfect pitch. And, but in this case for the book, we were really kind of relying on her visual eyes. So when we did the cover um, photo shoot, Sheree was like placing Brittany and Christy where they need to be and like moving their arms and staging them. And then she also had to sit in on some of the, um, uh, talks about the cover design and with our uh, graphic designer. And so she could kind of help me visualize things because yes, I, I like to write and I like to do music and I like to appreciate other people doing art. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I am yes. with you on that. Yes. Well, it turned I out, it turned out beautiful. How fun is it to like know that your sister wrote a book and two of your other sisters are on the cover? It's great. I mean, just like, so much talent and beauty that I get to be so proud of. It's wonderful. Uh -huh. Really, I'm so proud of Ashley. And this has been something that she has dreamed about. I mean, she's talked about this for many, many years. So I'm just really proud that she finally kind of just, she took the initiative and she's done it. And I'm just, and it's just so well written. And I'm really proud of her and that she didn't do it halfway. She really did it to the best of her ability. And that's, I think, that in of itself is an accomplishment. So I'm really Absolutely. proud of her. Oh, definitely. Thank you. So and tell I'm me, actually, do you girls have, do you have a family tradition of like watching little women together? Is that a thing that you we, do? We tend to do it at Christmas time. So I don't know why it mm -hmm. ended up being a Christmas thing we do, but we do watch it a lot when we are all together at Christmas. No, much to the chagrin of our husbands who usually try to go um they tend to disappear when we do that and go yes. play board games or something but yeah that's kind of something we did a lot growing up you know when you have the sisterhood like what they do and um it really is a bond that's not like anything else you know mm, it is it just this is true absolutely you, oh we're yeah. getting a banner on the bottom that says comment now for your chance to win a free book so that's exciting Ooh. we've loved the giveaway from chocolate to a book i love it so yes. well tell me this Shree. are yes. you like die hard the susan sarandon um winona writer version or how did you feel about the new version of little women 
I really liked it. I actually really liked how they portrayed Amy because Amy is always made to be such a villainous character. Yeah. Um, that they, I really liked how they kind of made it to where you could understand why she made some of the decisions that she mm-hmm. made better. You know, Absolutely. when she kind of from like a more, slightly more feminist perspective, you know, about like she did not feel that she really you know, had a whole lot of choice in the marriage thing, you know? So in, in terms of like, she felt like she needed to support her family mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was her way of doing it. So I just, I'd never seen it from that angle. It's a really good way to do it. Her more um, depth maybe, because sometimes she's portrayed as pretty shallow. So right. I really like right. that. Oh, I, I agree, maybe. absolutely agree. I actually pulled her up. And in the book, she's monologue. really smart. She is. I pulled her monologue from the new one because it's kind of an, it means an adaptation from the story, but I pulled her monologue because I was telling my teenage daughter that it's an excellent audition monologue for drama. It's just so, it's so well done what Amy says in that particular. Speaking of daughters, I've got one wandering down here like she's going to talk to me, which might be a great time to segue. We are going to hear from another of your sisters. We're going to hear from Christy. And I think we had, Christy could not be live with us. So we have a pre-recorded video that we're going to watch. Is that right? Yes. That we may have recorded at like midnight at one point. Maybe. <laughs> Fine. Sisters have to stay up late. Sometimes I'll Christy wake up. Christy is our night owl. Yeah. I sometimes wake up to a lot of text messages and I'm just like, why are you people not sleeping? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I yes. I missed all this. So Absolutely. So we're going to let Robert, while Robert's getting that up, I'm loving all these people who are saying how much they enjoyed the story and um, have enjoyed the people who have seen it like through its um, oh, process. Enjoyed it. Thanks so much for being here. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Well, Christy, you are actually one of the cover models on the book. So can you tell us a little bit what, what that was like for you? Yeah. So that was that was an experience. I mean, I've never been a cover model before, so I had to look like think about my body placement and my, where my arms were and where, what my face looked like. And did I look too angry? Did I look, uh, sad or did I look scared or, you know, just, it's all about like in the eyes. Um, yes, you did great. So it was, it's just an experience, but it was fun to wear my dress again. And, I, so yeah, tell us a little bit about your dress. Yeah, so the dress. So I, so what happened was for this dress is it was the dress I wore in my concerto competition that I won back in high, my senior year of high school, which is actually a competition that all my sisters participated in and won in some way. Um, and so this competition, you play and you audition, and they choose winners and. If you win, you get to play with the youth orchestras in a in, in a solo form and in a dress or nice clothing if you're a man, and you play in front of like hundreds of people, um, and that's a really cool experience because a lot of times you play with an accompanist like just piano and solo, and uh, because we can't hire out orchestras every time we. I wish, right? <laughs> I wish. And so it's really cool to have that experience, to have that come alive and just to hear everything, how it was spo- like meant to be played. And that experience was just really cool. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. So 
Uh, and I got. And I know hit. a lot of us uh, sisters. We were all like cheering for you, and we're like, "This is so <laughs> nerve wracking," because we'd already been through it. But we felt like you had the most pressure, and but you just aced it. Yeah. And the judges were like, "There's no question," and you rocked in your your beautiful red dress, which helped inspire my my novel, and just mm -hmm. how you were able to to win such a tough uh, competition. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. I mean, I got nervous, but there, yeah, there was pressure because everyone else had like one and I'm the last one. It's like, what if you don't win? But I don't know if I let myself think about that too much because I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> right. I think so. I was worrying about it for you at the time. So. Mm -hmm. I, think I yeah. got focused. <laughs> It is kind of funny because in the in the cover you're playing the oldest sister Victoria and in real life you're the youngest sister and yeah. um, also I'm not sure if your personality doesn't usually really reflect Victoria very much um, but you had some good tips from you were like the musician's counselor during your collegiate years your college years and so I remember talking to you when I was in developmental draft stage like how do I kind of tap into the serious musician side of it more so tell us a little bit about that yeah so i had a lot of friends who i yeah they're, they got to kind of base the what i kind of told you off of, about for victoria um who just very driven and very intense actually very intense personalities and that's pretty common for the class classical world um i'm not as intense <laughs> so no. but i saw a lot of that and I, I worked with people just talking about how like if you hurt you have to you need to stop playing like you need to stop practicing you need to put it down if you and just like some people will go and go until they cannot play anymore and so just encouraging them to be like hey you have to take care of your body too because you can injure yourself and then just like the mental state too some people forget to eat and then there's other people that don't practice nearly enough and don't spend enough time thinking about it as well and so it's you need to find a good balance um but i had some friends where it's like they start off pretty uptight and just really driven and not that driven is bad but just like in such a way that it's like you need to loosen up and by the end of college they like had more fun and were more approachable and they yeah. learned to relax um so. i think we see that development in victoria throughout the story mm -hmm. as well yeah. Well, can you tell us too, what was your favorite scene when you read the book? So I love the, um, just the sisterhood part of it and just everything just reminding me of my childhood, which I'm actually quite a bit younger than everyone else, but we're still like best friends and it's just really cool relationship wise and everyone's relationship is unique, but just things like we watched Little Women every time you came home, I think from college, almost every time. <laughs> I made you watch it every time. And so like we know it by heart and that the scene there's a scene in there that talks about little women and how who's what character and I like you were Meg and Shree was Joe and Brittany was Beth and Carrie was um oh my goodness. Amy. The, Amy, yes. And I was probably the cat because there were there were only four sisters. Yeah. So. We made you be the cat. Oh dear. But that's hilarious. And then we would talk about like Pride and Prejudice as well. And so like that happened to happen too. And um I didn't want to be the youngest child from that either though, because she's a little crazy. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I just it just brought back memories of just talking with you guys and hanging out and I always loved being with you guys and just you were the coolest older sisters and um 
So well, we always loved hanging out with you. You came and visited me when you were like in first grade or kindergarten or something when I was in college. So we said you started college really young. But yeah, it, I love that scene too. The the Pride and Prejudice Little Women chapter was actually my favorite to write. So really? yes, it was because it made, made me think of you guys. So mm -hmm. yeah. well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. And <laughs> thanks for being a gorgeous cover model and inspiration. Well, thank so. you. It's very sweet of you. It's sweet of you to ask. Oh, so, my pleasure. Yeah. But thank you for having me. I love you. Love you. Bye. Well, that was fun to have Christy there. We're live again. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that you guys did that. I love that you wear you wore the same outfit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As you think about these things. It was very doing the Victoria the Red. Time. I really like that she said that she guessed she must have been the cat in Little Women because there are only four sisters and that she does not want to be Lydia in Pride and Prejudice because who does? Yes. So. Yeah, nobody. Nobody wants to be Lydia, but she nobody was the cat. I remember that. That's, that's <laughs> her heart. Yes. That's so funny. Well, I think we're about to hear from somebody also really special, but not a But sister. real quick, we're going to do our first giveaway, Robert said, and then we'll hear All from right. another Let's special person. Okay. All right. So drum roll. That sounded like a real drum. It was amazing. Oh, sorry. That was me doing something oh, here. He's pulling the comments, it looks like. Woo! Get comments. Party. Start contest and choose a random winner. Jessica Sly. Yes. Oh, Jessica even read it before Lindsay did. And even before my sisters, she is in, she was in my critique group. Oh, wow. So she got to read a really early version of it. She's also one of the best writers that I've ever read. So, and she's got a book coming out in, I think it's December. So you should oh, all go follow Jessica. Yes, and Lindsay. Lindsay's also a fabulous writer. I've read and listened to your audiobook. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Yay, Jess. Well, that's incredible. Yay, congratulations, Jessica. Also incredible thanks, was the yes. little little thing Robert did there. He's going to have to tell me about that later. We'll discuss. So Jess, you get coffee. Coco Dolce chocolates from the inspiration for Cafe Chocolat. Oh, I wish there was a Cafe Chocolat here. There's yes. one. Although I do live near Helen, which is like tourist trap of the North Georgia mountains. And there are a lot of okay. shops. So. Oh, that's, Hey, that's close. That's close, close. then. It's close. It's close. Sort of. We'll you, do you another like drawing at the end, but navigate the through all the Oktoberfest celebratoriness in order to get to the fudge. So. <laughs> all right. Awesome. I think we are going to bring another guest in from the backstage. Is he ready? It's Dr. Peterson, otherwise known as dad to these five wonderful girls. Are you? Congratulations, Ashley. He's still in his. I gave a drum roll for you. He's still in his white coat. Are we catching you at work? Are you? No, I'm home, but I just haven't got back to my regular clothes yet. So. <laughs> the life of a doctor, right. the life of a father. Just always has to put all these other things first. It's awesome. Right. So tell us, Dr. Peterson. Well, first of all, Ashley, introduce me to your dad. What kind of doctor is he? Tell me about tell me about your dad. So yes. So dad is a plastic surgeon 
He also played drums in junior high, hence the whole drum roll thing here. <laughs> and he has been to, I don't even know how many violin recitals. He can uh, he can tell if somebody plays a note wrong, even though he's not a violinist himself because he's heard the Suzuki song so many times. And he's been voted like number one doctor in my hometown, like I think every year for the past, I don't know how many years, five years, 10 years or something. Yeah. Yes, and he's also the like an amazing spiritual leader for our family. So yes, couldn't have asked for a better dad. And he was definitely a direct like the dad in the book is definitely inspired by my dad. <laughs> wow. So well, the dad yeah. in the book is a great dad. So that is that's a wonderful compliment that she took you and put you in a book. And every I don't yes. deserve it, but. Congratulations, oh, he, he does. I'm proud of you for this. This is fantastic. Thanks, Dad. So I want to know, Dr. Peterson, have you read? Have you read the whole story? Well, of course. Now, I'm not a I'm not a Little Women expert, but I did read this book. Yes. Oh, I think we made you sit in like the front row when it maybe was Pride and Prejudice came out. We didn't force you to go to the recent Little Women showing with all of us girls that all did go together. But I'm pretty sure I remember going to Pride and Prejudice when it came out and like you sat with us in the front row, which was very kind. That was a good dad. It's a good dad. People are saying that they know you and that you are a wonderful supporter of the women in your life. So that is great. But tell us a little bit about... Um, Ashley mentioned that she specifically references First Corinthians 13, which of course is the um, people call the love passage. Love is patient. Love is kind. Um, and she references Luke 2 and your family's reading of the Christmas story in the book as well. So tell us a little bit about um, your family's faith traditions and how maybe take a minute and give us some good parenting advice about how we can keep that front and center in our own homes. Well, First of all, I have very little to contribute to this book. Ashley did it on her own. But my small contribution probably was to give her a love of scriptures. <clears throat> and I think an example would be 1 Corinthians 13 or the Luke story, you know, in, in Luke chapter 2. So um, Ashley's loved 1 Corinthians 13 since she was a little girl. And I, I'm the one. And it comes out in the story that I kind of said, you know, instead of just saying, you know, love is patient, let's kind of put your name in there. You know, Ashley's patient. Ashley's. I actually kind of gave her that idea. But... I think the Luke 2 story has been a real tradition for us on Christmas Eve. We read that, but not only do we read it, but Ashley actually brings us out in the story. We, we act it out. So, for example, when I get into the story about the wise men, then the kids bring the wise men in and they put them, you know, by the stable or the shepherds or whatever it is in the story. So my contribution to this to this book would really be to give her a love of scripture, you know, for her and the Christian faith in our family. The other one is probably a little bit of medical advice. We changed a little bit in, uh, when when the Victoria gets injured. We had to tweak that a little bit, so just to make it more medically accurate. But otherwise, yes. that was pretty much my <laughs> contribution here. So. He was my doctor in residence because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Lindsay read a really dreadful first. Well, sorry, no spoilers too much, but yes, there is an injury to one of the characters and it was originally them falling out of a boat and like, I don't even know for sure how I made it happen. And Lindsay was like, this is horrible. This is not at all feasible. So I changed it. Or maybe you said it tactfully. And then, um, then I changed it to like a little woman parallel type of thing. And still dad was like, now, which injury are you going for? You got to pick one. So it's good to have the the, the medical doctor to yeah. go over your your writing before you publish. So. For sure. For sure. Dad's also inspired my love of French. So 
in book two, my the family goes to France, so I'll be drawing from some oh, more of so I, I the French. Uh, yeah. okay. Good. The French Good. side. Okay, now have y'all taken a family vacation to France altogether? Well, not all together. Not Actually, all together. He was a Fulbright scholar though, and lived there for a year. And, and Allison and let's see Carrie, Christy, and I, we went over and visited her then. Uh, so quite a few of us were over there at the same time, but we've never made it an entire family trip. Oh, but you lived over there in college. Yeah, like I, I said. actually lived there for like six months. I took a semester of college there too. So, and your mom has French heritage, so right. exactly. Oh, I think she's in the story too. There was a grandmother. Yes, the grandmother's in there too, right? Yep. Yes. Wow. And she'll play a bigger role in the next one, like the the French stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, Doctor Peterson, thanks for popping in with sure. us tonight. Thanks well, for raising thanks. such beautiful, talented daughters. Thank you. And I just, I'm just so proud of her, but like, congratulations, Ashley. Thanks dad. I love you. I love you. Bye. Well, you know, we can't hear from your dad without hearing from your mom. So I think mom hopefully is backstage and Robert's going to pop her right on in here so we can talk with your mom who, according to these notes I have, you're, we should really give mom the credit because she told you that you needed to be a writer. Hi, Miss right. Peterson. Hi. Hi, Mom. Yes, she is the one who was like, you should write. Yes. Well, introduce so, me, Ashley. Tell me about your mom. Well, my mom is super mom. Now that four of the five of us are moms, I think we're all even more blown away by what our mom did to raise all of us. Mm -hmm. And she taught us all how to play violin. She helped us all learn piano. She is an amazing spiritual role model as well. And she gave me a love of uh, singing too, which I've been doing a lot more recently. Uh, I realized as an author, you actually have to use your voice a lot for interviews and audiobooks and things like that. Sure. And I also enjoy singing at church and stuff. So mom uh, inspired so many things and she kept a lot of balls going as we were growing up. And now she's an amazing grandmother and comes and tours around the country to, to hang out with all the grandkids. So yes. I love that. I love our grandchildren. They're just so special. And it's such a blessing to have this next generation. So I have heard that that actually it's even better to be a grandparent than a parent. Like <laughs> you get to do all the good things and none of the things that are hard. You get to spoil them. Yes. Yes. It's really fun. <laughs> you get you my, my mother in law told me the other day that um I told her to stop buying my kids things they did not need, basically. And she was like, well, when you are a grandmother, you will understand. I was like, I don't know if I will. <laughs> you will. will. No. You will. <laughs> so, so you told Ashley that she should write. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like what, what made you feel like you really needed to give her the push? Well, when she was growing up, I was, I was trying to reflect back and, um, yesterday when I, we really saw her gifting in that. Um, I couldn't quite find it um, in my scrapbooks, but probably in elementary school, she probably had to write something for a teacher and it was very, very good. And so right then I was like, wow. And, and then, so I started asking her to write poems like for our Christmas letter and they were phenomenal. They were just very well written. And then she started writing poems. And I looked back and saw some of these at, uh, around age 
12 to through uh, 18, she wrote a lot of poems uh, depicting, two of them were depicting uh, the grandparents' houses, you know, going through each room of the house. And it was like her gift to them, this poem that described each room in a poetic manner. She wrote poems to her sisters about them and their beauty. And then she also wrote a story, I think it was for Carrie, uh, the Tooth Fairy, Christine. And, oh, yes, uh, Christine. To Carrie. Yes, right, Ashley? And Shri illustrated it. It was very clever. So, um, <laughs> but I saw in her poetry. It is not published. It is not. Well, that was not published. It's not as good as this book. But <laughs> it's still with this star. Anyway, but she, she had a lot of gifting um, in writing. She was very gifted in music, but I think writing actually comes more natural to her. It's just something that just uh, falls off her fingers, you know, just um, in a sense. It, in a lot of us don't have that, and I could see that. My mother is a writer. She's a poet, and, she, you know, words just, she hears words like music, and I think Ashley does too. I think she can hear that, and I think that's why she's good um, at the different languages as well. Oh, yeah. So. And your mom taught me how to write poetry when I was, I think, like yeah. fourth grade. And oh, she yeah. still, she still writes and publishes. <laughs> yeah. She's writing a poem right now for our newest granddaughter that was just born. Her 40, 40th great grandchild. Sweet. That's awesome. And she still plays piano. She's like 90 something and she still practices. So students, if you're listening, you can still be practicing when you're in your 90s. <laughs> Actually, we've got to put her in a book too. This is oh awesome. yes. Well, she. Well, remember you told me to combine the grandparents. So she yep. and so she and my other grandmother are both like GG in the story. Okay. So there's elements of both. So my cousins and aunts and uncles that are watching, you'll probably see it's a combination of yeah, both of my grandmas. You well, yes. you have been surrounded and raised by some incredibly talented and strong women. Um, I was being mom myself there a second ago because my little one was over here going, "Are you gonna come tell me goodnight?" Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It can be hard to, you know, be a working mom. And, you know, it looks, that looks like so many different things for so many people. I feel like all moms are working moms, whether you have a job outside your home or not, but it can be really hard to be trying to um, pursue something like your talent, your, yeah. your gift, your calling. Um, and then also there's always the little ones over there. Are you going to come tell me good night? Yeah. <laughs> so. Or listening to Thomas the Tank Engine upstairs. Yes. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can hear the, the train whistle. <laughs> it's okay. Well, um, you want to tell us really quickly, Miss Peterson, what is your favorite scene? Uh, you know, Ashley told me you would probably be asking me that question. And honestly, I cannot pick a favorite one because the whole thing remind, has different elements that remind me of actually my college life the college scenes of musicians that where you're practicing in the practice room, these very difficult passages, then a friend raps on the door and then you talk, you take a break. So I love that. And then there is a scene in there that I loved at the Halloween concert that really did happen in my college yes. where since Halloween's right around the corner, we gave a Halloween concert and all the student body was in the concert hall in costumes. We on the stage and the orchestra were in costumes and 
the conductor. Can I say this, Ashley? What happened to my? Oh yeah, you can do it because I that was what inspired that scene. Yeah, this inspired this scene. So the conductor comes up in a coffin in the pit, comes up to the stage, and he comes out of the coffin as Dracula, and then he conducts us. And we did all the fun Halloween favorites, Don's Macabre, Night on Bald Mountain, that are so well known for kind of their scary sounds. And um, anyway, so that's in the book kind of a twist on that um i think i made it voldemort just, in this one you know to relate to, yeah. to <laughs> current but yeah it was originally dracula in the original version <laughs> so even so that was kind of reflective of my college life and my music life and then just you know some of the other scenes just reliving our girls lives so i got to relive a lot of stuff it's not all exactly how it happened but i know it influenced her story. And so that's just what a compliment actually and how rewarding to Stacy and me to have Ashley write a book so beautifully that it really tells us that we must have done something right raising our daughters that she would want to write about her um, experiences growing up and mm -hmm. the traditions that we try to develop in the love for Christ and the forgiving spirit that's in the book, you know, between the sisters at the end that they love each other and forgive. It's just very rewarding to us. And we, we don't deserve to be, you know, oh, you viewed in such a great light in the book. Because not everything was, I was more of a tiger mom than the mom in the book. But anyway, if you know what that is, somebody, I did. You did an amazing book, job. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But um, so I can't I can't tell you a specific scene, but um, just I'm just so proud of you, Ashley. And she has been uh, wanting to write, but I, I did tell her that she needs to write. So I'm so glad she listened to me. Not all. Sometimes I didn't want to actually. <laughs> Sometimes I just wanted to, to play music. <laughs> so, so anyway. yeah. Well, it was I appreciate so you, Lindsay, helping her promote this and giving her the platform to do this. Thank you so much. Well, it's been so great chatting with you. Somebody up here in the comments is uh, telling us a little secret about how one time you came to the Halloween concert dressed as a nerd, and it was really funny. Oh, well, that was Shannon. My aunt Shannon is telling us. <laughs> oh, and I do have to tell you one other thing. This was true, it, and the girls. Two of the girls had a crush on the same boy. Our two girls had happen. a crush on the same uh -oh. boy. So that's... His that mom might true. be watching. It's possible. Uh, it His mom be. might be watching. I think she knows. But uh, <laughs> She may know. We fought over who was going to ask him to Sadie Hawkins dance. Miss oh, Patty. Gosh. <laughs> and so I come downstairs so. to breakfast and they're fighting over him. And I was like, I never thought about a girl's liking the same boy. You know? So anyway, that's kind of funny all of our husbands are pretty different now though like none of them are super similar They're all really different yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i don't think we ever had that the fighting over the same boy i don't think we ever had that but all and all of our husbands are really really different so well i hate now mom you said your older siblings would pass on so. the boyfriends to you younger ones that they didn't like yeah, that's, that's a whole new hand-me-down right there <laughs> right it's well, it's been so great chatting with you, Miss Peterson. It's oh, so, thank and you. It was so great chatting with your husband and all your other daughters and being able to share this story with them. So a little quick recap, in case you've been watching this whole time and do not know. Um, oh, the, 
This happened with, oh, he was telling this happened with Donnie Osmond and his brother Jay and Donnie went out and married the dream girl. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that but funny. we, um, in case you've been watching this whole time and you just don't even know what Ashley's story is about, let me just give you a real quick, a real quick synopsis. We kind of talked about it in bits and pieces, but violinist Victoria Pearson dreams of attending is Johan, right? Am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. Johan from Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Johann Conservatory of Music in New York City for graduate school. As the oldest of five sisters, she hopes to escape her Midwestern college town and hectic family situation to fulfill her passion in life, music. But when she decides to participate in Belton University's concerto competition to bolster her chances of acceptance, Victoria finds herself competing against her sister, Adrian and lifelong cellist friend, Jerry Chang. This sets in motion a rivalry that questions the roles of sisterhood, friendship, and maybe love. Victoria wants to maintain the rigors required of a professional classical musician without losing her family and friends, not to mention her sanity in the process. But the demands of her large family might hinder her ability to achieve her dreams. What sacrifices will she make to reach her goals, and are they worth the cost? A new 21st century generation of little women takes the stage in a change in tune. So... Be sure to pick up your copy of A Change in Tune. You can get it um, on Amazon. I think I have a list somewhere. Ashley, what other places? Amazon's probably the yeah. easiest. Amazon's the easiest, and but you can get the ebook is also on like Google Playbooks and Barnes and Noble Nook. You can get the ebook from your libraries, and soon it's going to be available to order from Barnes and Noble or indie bookstores. That uh, it's not live on those quite yet. We're still we got the. <laughs> the confirmation today that it was, you know, accepted. But so within the next few days, it should be available to order from Barnes and Noble or like your favorite indie bookstore. Amazon is the easiest. So it just kind of depends on your retailer preference. And so. no matter where you buy your book, please be sure to leave a review. You can leave a review on Goodreads. You can leave it on Amazon. Just share about it on social media because all of those things help Ashley get her, her story, her music and her beautiful family out into the world a little bit more. And I love this. If you enjoyed the book, you can be a sponsor for a music studio, um, a group. Um, Ashley's really hopeful that a lot of um, musicians groups will want to read these stories and share them. So if you'd like to sponsor a package for one of those groups, um, school groups particularly come to mind. I know our band director and I were, I teach middle school drama. Um, and our band director and I were lamenting today over our lack of funds. And I was saying how, you know, I want to get a one act play to do in my classroom for their their class, their end of class project. And how am I supposed to pay? I have to pay a classroom usage fee and go technically I can't just, you know, I could bootleg something and break all the laws and be a copywriter, but I'm not going to. And so <laughs> we were, and I was asking him about his music and he was saying, you know, how, how much his budget has been cut. So if you just really have a heart for getting stories out into the hands of our teenagers today, and fellow music lovers, please consider sponsoring um, a music studio, a club, an ensemble, um, your local school group, your local church group, anything like that. Um, you can find all that information at rescottcreative.com. So what else? Anything else you want to tell them at? Let's see. Remind our viewers you can win an ebook. Should we give away the ebook or the chocolate? We gave away the chocolate. We gave away the chocolate. We gave away the chocolate. Okay, so you can still win in a book, I think. Am I right about yes. that? Yes, you can still. Oh, is Robert going to oh, drop the go. book right now? Robert's Comment now. Do it. Commented. I think I think he's going to draw for the book now. I can't tell. Is that, I think it's coming. It is happening. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but something is happening. I'm not Very quite sure. sure. This is the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. 
Marie Sontag, you want a copy of the book? Oh, yay. Yes. And I can't wait to get to talk it, to you guys in Dallas. Yeah, if you already have it, you can just gift it to someone. I'm sure that Ashley would love to do that. Um, Ashley would also love it if you would consider following her. If you don't already, you can follow her here on Facebook. You can follow her on YouTube, Instagram, all the places. Um, I am not in as many places. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me or my podcast, A Rough Draft Life, of which Ashley is an avid listener. And we're so... Oh, yes. I look forward to it every week. And because, as you can tell, Lindsay's a super fun host. And if you meet her co-host... Christine Hunter. She is also hilarious. So yes, I love it. That's how I found you in the, in the first place. <laughs> we are just editing our life one day at a time. <laughs> That's what we said. Yep. But you can find us on all the places as well. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as well. Um, so Ashley, I'm so happy that we had the opportunity to do this. So before Thank we go, you. I want you to tell me ultimately now that it's done, it's out there. It's in the world. How do you yes. feel? Well, I feel like it's a, a lifelong dream that I've had, like I said, since I was little. And it's just that kind of cool realization that you can actually, through a lot of hard work and a lot of support from family and friends, you can make those things happen. So it takes a village and you guys who are watching are my village. Um, so thank you so much because it really has been a, a dream of mine my whole life, as you can tell from the people who've talked tonight. So, and before we get at the very end, we'll show you a little clip of our family um, music video we made last Christmas time so that you guys can kind of see a little slice of one of the scenes from the book. It's so beautiful. I love that. I love that. And I love um, Robert put up a comment from one of our um, viewers who was saying that she read this to her special needs daughter over a period of time. And that is oh. so sweet. What it's, and it really, you know, it's a great mother daughter read, I would say as well. Um, or even mother son, like it's our father son or whatever. It's it's well, grandmother, granddaughter. <laughs> yes, this is one of those stories that um, even though Victoria is she's a college student, but she a senior in college. Um, but it sort of transcends just generations. She she, I, you know, I have a novel out with a um, heroine of the same age, and I have found that it really it speaks both to um, teens. And to grandparents, and they're able to have um, a lot of conversation about that. It just sort of like falls right there in a niche that um, a lot of things don't. So, I'm really glad that you decided to keep the keep the college angle. I really did try to make it to where I was like, I want anyone who likes music or wants to learn about it could enjoy it. And I've seen, I saw a picture of one of my friends, and it was like her teenage daughter reading it curled up. And then I had another one of my students' grandmas who was reading it, and I, I did have in mind that it was like, yeah, it would apply to any age. So it's great. It's awesome. I'm probably gonna have to pick up a few copies for some students I have who love music. Aww, thank you. Yeah, get them signed because I know the author. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> and you all should also check out Lindsay's books too, because they are phenomenal. Thank you. So, well, it's been so wonderful hanging out with you tonight. I'm so excited that we had so many people who popped in to say hello and congratulate you. Um, this video will remain evergreen on Ashley's site. So you can go back and you can share it with a friend from her YouTube um, channel or from her Facebook page. And in the meantime, listen, go out, find a good book, find Ashley's book, learn all about the musicians, put some Bach on in the background, learn more about RescottCreative.com. Um, support Ashley and Robert um, as creative entrepreneurs, which is just an incredible thing to be. And have a great, great evening. Thanks for letting me host, Ashley. It was a privilege. Oh, thank you so much for all you did. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Bye. Bye. We'll close out with 
the little clip from Oh Holy Night.